Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem. When we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Harriet and I am your reader today, this Sunday the 21st of November or the 17th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. We have a new week and this week the parasha is called Vayeshev and that means he settled. And a portion from the Torah is today Genesis or Bereshit chapter 37 verse 1 through verse 11. Please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Jacob lived in the land where his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. This is the history of the generations of Jacob, or Yaakov. Yosef, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brothers. He was a boy with the sons of Bilhah and Zilpah, his father's wives. And Yosef brought an evil report of them to their father. Now Israel loved Yosef more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a tunic of many colors. His brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, and they hated him and could not speak in shalom to him. Yosef dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him all the more. He said to them, Please hear this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright, and behold, your sheaves came around and bowed down to my sheaf. His brothers asked him, Will you indeed reign over us? Will you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him all the more for his dreams and for his words. Then he dreamed another dream, and told it to his brothers, and said, Behold, I have dreamed yet another dream, and behold, the sun and the moon and eleven stars bowed down to me. He told it to his father and to his brothers. His father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Will I and your mother and your brothers indeed come to bow ourselves down to you, to the earth? His brothers envied him, but his father kept this saying in his mind. That was Genesis, or Bereshit, 37, 1 through 11. Now our portion from the prophets is from 1 Samuel, chapters 6 and 7. When the ark of the Lord had been in the country of the Philistim seven months, the Philistine called for the priests and the diviners, saying, What shall we do with the ark of the Lord? Show us how we should send it to its place. They said, If you send away the ark of the God of Israel, do not send it empty, but by all means return a trespass offering to him. Then you will be healed, and it will be known to you why his hand is not removed from you. 
And they said, What should the trespass offering be which we shall return to him? And they said, Five golden tumors and five golden mice, for the number of the lords of the Philistim. For one plague was on you all and on your lords. Therefore you shall make images of your tumors and images of your mice that demolish the land, and you shall give glory to the God of Israel. Perhaps he will release his hand from you, from your gods and from your land. Why then do you harden your hearts, as the people of Mitzrayim and Paro hardened their hearts? When he had worked wonderfully among them, did they not let the people go, and they departed? Now then, take and prepare yourselves a new cart and two milk cows, on which there has come no yoke, and tie, uh, tie the cows to the cart, and bring their calves home from them, and take the ark of the Lord and lay it on the cart. Put the jewels of gold, which you return him for a trespass offering, in its box by its side, and send it away, that it may go. Behold, if it goes up by the weight of its own border to Beth Shemesh, then he has done us this great evil. But if not, then we shall know that it is not his hand that struck us. It was all by chance that this happened to us. The men did so, and took two milk cows and tied them to the cart, and shut up their calves at home. They put the ark of the Lord on the cart, and the box with the golden mice and the images of their tumors. And the cows took the way straight toward Bethshemesh. They went along the highway, lowing as they went, and did not turn away to the right hand or to the left. And the Lord, the lords of the Philistim, went after them to the border of Bethshemesh. Now the people of Bethshemesh were reaping their wheat harvest in the valley, and they lifted up their eyes and saw the ark and rejoiced to see it. Then the cart came into the field of Yeshua of Bethshemesh and stood there where there was a great stone. Then they split the wood of the cart and offered up the cows for a burnt offering to the Lord. The Leviim took down the ark of the Lord and the box that was with it, in which the jewels of gold were, and put them on the great stone. And the men of Bethshemesh offered burnt offerings and sacrificed sacrifices the same day to the Lord. When the five lords of the Philistim had seen it, they returned to Ekron the same day. These are the golden tumors which the Philistine returned for a trespass offering to the Lord. For Ashdod one, for Aza one, for Ashkelon one, for Gat one, for Ekron one. And the golden mice, according to the number of all the cities of the Philistine belonging to the five lords, both of fortified cities and of country villages, even to the great stone on which they set down the ark of the Lord. That stone remains to this day in the field of Yehoshua of Beth Shemesh. Then he struck the men of Beth Shemesh because they had looked into the ark of the Lord. He struck 50,070 of the men, and the people mourned because the Lord had struck the people with a great slaughter. Then the men of Beth Shemesh said, Who is able to stand before the Lord, this holy God? To whom shall he go up from us? They sent messengers to the inhabitants of Kiryat Yarim, saying, The Philistim have brought back the ark of the Lord. Come down and bring it up to yourselves.
the men of Kiryat Yarim came and took the ark of the Lord and brought it into Avinadab's house on the hill and consecrated Elazar his son to keep the ark of the Lord. From the day that the ark stayed in Kiryat Yarim, the time was long, for it was twenty years, and all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. Then Shmuel spoke to all the house of Israel, saying, If you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods and the Ashtaroth from among you, and direct your hearts to the Lord, and serve him only and he will deliver you out of the hands of the Philistine. Then the sons of Israel removed the Baals and the Ashtaroth and served the Lord only. Then Shmuel said, Gather all Israel to Mitzpah, and I will pray to the Lord for you. They gathered together to Mitzpah, and drew water, and poured it out before the Lord, and fasted on that day, and said there, We have sinned against the Lord. And Shmuel judged the son of Israel in Mitzpah. When the Philistine heard that the sons of Israel were gathered together at Mitzpah, the lords of the Philistine went up against Israel. When the sons of Israel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistine. The sons of Israel said to Shmuel, Do not stop crying to the Lord our God for us, that he will save us out of the hand of Philistine. So Shmuel took a suckling lamb and offered it for a whole burnt offering to the Lord. And Shmuel cried to the Lord for Israel, and the Lord answered him. And Shmuel was offering up the burnt offering. The Philistine came near to battle against Israel, but the Lord thundered with a great thunder on that day on the Philistine, and confused them, and they were struck down before Israel. The men of Israel went out of Mitzpah and pursued the Philistine and struck them until they came under Betkar. Then Shmuel took a stone and set it between Mitzpah and Shen and called its name Even Ezer, saying, The Lord helped us until now. So the Philistine were subdued and they did not enter again within the borders of Israel. The hand of the Lord was against the Philistine all the days of Shmuel. The cities which the Philistine had taken from Israel were restored to Israel, from Ekron even to Gath, and Israel recovered its border out of the hand of the Philistine. There was peace between Israel and the Amorites. Shmuel judged Israel all the days of his life, and he went from year to year in a circuit to Bethel, Gilgal, and Mitzpah. And he judged Israel in all those places. His return was to Ramah, for his house was there, and he judged Israel there, and he built an altar to the Lord there. That was First Samuel, or First Shmuel, chapter 6 and 7. Now our portion of the writings, or Tilim, is today Psalm 47. For the Chief Musician, a psalm by the sons of Korah. Clap your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with a voice of praise. For the Lord Elion is to be feared, a great king over all the earth. He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us, the pride of Yaakov whom he loves, Selah.
God has ascended with a joyful shout, the Lord with the sound of a shofar. Sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth, sing praises with understanding. God reigns over the nations, God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the peoples are gathered together, the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. That was Psalm 47. Now our final portion is from the Apostolic Writings, and it is Mark chapter 5, verse 21 through verse 43. When Yeshua had crossed back over in the boat to the other side, a great multitude was gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, came, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and begged him much, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Please come and lay your hands on her, that she may be made healthy and live. And he went with him. And a great multitude followed him, and they pressed upon him on all sides. Now a certain woman, who had a discharge of blood for twelve years, and had suffered many things by many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was no better, but rather grew worse, having heard the things concerning Yeshua, came up behind him in the crowd and touched his clothes. For she said, If I just touch his garment... I will be made well. Immediately the flow of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Immediately Yeshua, perceiving in himself that the power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, You see the multitude pressing against you, and you say, Who touched you? Or did you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had been done to her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in shalom and be cured of your disease. While he was still speaking, people came from the synagogue ruler's house, saying, your daughter is dead. Why bother the rabbi any further? But Yeshua, when he heard the message spoken, immediately said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not be afraid, only believe. And he allowed no one to follow him except Peter, Yaakov, and Yohanan, the brother of Yaakov. Then he came to the synagogue ruler's house, and he saw an uproar, weeping and great wailing, when he had entered in, he said to them, Why do you make an uproar and weep? The child is not dead, but asleep. They ridiculed him. But he, having put them all out, took the father of the child, her mother, and those who were with him, and went in where the child was lying. Taking the child by the hand, he said to her, Talita kum, which is translated, Girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the girl rose up and walked, for she was twelve years old, and they were amazed with great amazement. 
and he strictly ordered them that no one should know this, and commanded that something should be given to her to eat. That was Mark 5, 21 through 43. And that concludes our reading of scriptures for today. However, if you are reading through the apostolic scriptures or the New Testament twice this cycle, you will also read 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1 through 24 today. So I wish you a blessed new week. Shavuot Tov. I pray that you will be blessed by the word that you've been hearing, that it will encourage you today, give you faith and endurance. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.